recently as a church we've been going through a series called break now uh, imagine if i say the word break what comes to your mind you know what word words come to your mind i'm sure words like oh no it broke you know that's that's the first thing that comes to your mind oops would be another word that would come to your mind or uh, you know what a waste uh, you know ah ooh those kind of sounds come but we are looking at different break stories in the bible and now uh, you know but this morning because it's a special morning we are going to look at what many claim to be the greatest story ever told you know what is the greatest story ever told i don't know about you but i love stories i love watching stories we are surrounded by stories right uh, we we open the newspaper we read a story we put on a movie it's a story we look at tv serials it's a story in fact now even news channels sound like stories you know we are surrounded with such wonderful stories uh, even when i was a young boy i loved reading stories um all kinds of stories you know, romantic stories and action stories and uh, thrillers and all of that you know? but this morning brothers and sisters i'm going to tell you a story from the bible uh, about none other than god himself yes it is a big word right god though it's just a three letter word it's a big word who is god and each of us probably have a certain idea of who god is but the greatest revelation of who god is is something that god himself gives to us through his book called the bible the bible claims to explain to us who god is in fact it is the voice of god god empowered men and women um you know to speak on his behalf and uh, the bible is written by such uh, such men who were inspired by god and as you read the bible you get to know many other things but more than anything else it is the revelation of who god is you know you get to see god up close and personal as you read his word it is called the word of god which means god reveals to um uh, god reveals himself to us through the bible and so the story is from the bible and uh, this is how the bible opens it says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth so this is the good news that we are created by god this universe was created by god whether it's the sun the moon the stars the aqua world the flora world the fauna world you know animals plants everything flowers were created by god um we've just moved home and uh, we live in a place which is called rock garden and it's truly a garden and i keep hearing different birds you know uh, very audibly they, they just come here and sit on the tree and it's the maina or the kaku i don't know what they are but uh, i hear beautiful sounds and i love the sound of waking up in the morning to uh you know your natural sounds instead of pp and pop on those kind of you know horns uh, i love this sound and uh, that's what the bible says god has created everything brothers and sisters he claims to be the creator god that's how the bible introduces us and uh, having created everything beautifully god looked at his creation and saw and said this is good what i have created is good and the pinnacle of his creation the crown of his creation was man god created adam and eve the word adam means born from the earth and the word eve means the mother of living so god gave them appropriate names and there was man and woman male and female adam and eve 
and the bible says that they were created unlike any other they were created in the image of god which means they were meant to represent god on earth you know so all other animals and birds and um, fish and reptiles and insects were all created differently but man was created differently when i say man assume man woman and uh, man yeah both like i am talking about human we were called to represent god and there was a great relationship there was a great bonding between uh, man and god you know this woman and this uh, man husband and wife had a great equation with god and god places them in a garden called the garden of eden and god says every fruit in this garden is for you be blessed multiply and god pronounces his blessing but along with the blessing comes a command and uh, we understand the value of a command right as as parents if any of you are parents or if you've had parents you know i think most of us have had we know our parents instructed us they commanded us to do some things and to not do some things like you know not touch the fire when we were too small to understand they protected us they set boundaries for us they told us not to stop to strangers not to take things from them you know you remember all these instructions that were given to you how to sit how to dress you know when when people come around they commanded us because they loved us we understand that commands are good they are for our benefit and they are not meant to um violate our privacy right now i mean look at it you know isn't the government commanding us to wear masks and to sanitize our hands and to maintain social distancing you know all these are instructions and commands that are expected that we are expected to follow as good citizens of our nation and if we don't then there is a fine there is a punishment and uh, you know even even right now the device you're using if you press something wrong it will pop up a message saying error you know or some other beep sound that will come you know but it will tell you that there is wrong so when you don't follow the command even a gadget tells you you have got it wrong right yeah so imagine when god gave a certain command for adam and eve to obey it was one command with many blessings there was one command unfortunately adam and eve violated the command they disobeyed god they partook of a fruit that god had told them not to take because that fruit was harmful for them it would harm them so god warned them saying if you eat of this fruit you will die so don't take this like you know just like a good parent would uh, god tells them not to but sadly they did they partook of this fruit and that's when sin came into the world a relationship breakdown remember we are looking at a break series so this is when the first break occurred it's a sad story where adam and eve chose to violate god's command and instruction and disobey him and there was a relationship breakdown there was a break in this beautiful relationship that man shared with god and uh, this not only broke god's heart it separated man from god you know because god was a holy god and by man violating uh, sin and god cannot have fellowship with a sinful person so this is what happened there was a separation there was a distance that came and there was a breakdown sadly in relationship which led to man now trying to do things on his own he became a slave to sin people often wonder what is sin is this a sin is that a sin is this not a sin who defines sin 
If you look at the Bible, the Bible has a very simple way of defining sin. The Bible says, if you do something that God says not to do, that is sin. And if you don't do something that God tells you to do, that is sin. So it's as simple, right? Yeah, it's very, it's very uncomplicated. It is simple. If you disobey God, it is sin. So when God tells you do something and you don't do, that's sin. If God tells you don't do this and you do it, that's sin. And that is precisely what man did. Man became a slave to sin, which led to further complications. We know everything that we do has consequences, right? So similarly, when man sinned, there were consequences. And one such consequence was a curse that came upon all the human beings, not just Adam and Eve, but their descendants right up till we were living in this uh, century, right? There were, there were certain curses that came upon the earth that we live on our planet and on, our, on us as human beings. What were these? I call them the five Ds. Okay, and it's easier to remember the five Ds. So let me tell you the five deadly Ds. The first is uh, not in any particular order, but I'm just mentioning these five. One of them is a demonic oppression. Yes, my friends, whether we like it or not, like we have God on the good side, we have the devil on the opposite side. And the devil, whose name starts with a D, brings these five curses, these five Ds, in our life. And one is a demonic oppression. Now, many people may feel, oh, no, I don't believe in demons. You may believe or you may not believe, but they do exist. And they oppress people because the Bible says the devil oppresses people through demons, which are none but soldiers of the devil. And they come and and probably modern science is so limited in figuring out what it is. You know, there, there are so many times when doctors say we don't know what is happening to this person. We don't know why he's behaving. We, we give them all these fancy names like schizophrenia and all these, you know, uh, fancy names. But the fact is that a person can often get possessed by a demon and act in a way that is uh, contradictory to, you know, a sane human being. And we sometimes wonder and come across such people and say, why is he so mad? Why is he behaving like a crazy person? You know, why is he going around? We don't know. They may be oppressed by, by a demon. They may be under a demonic oppression. And that's one of the curses of sin. The second is a disasters. Disasters, whether you name it, like, you know, volcano eruption or tsunami or earthquakes. It is so strange that when you when you read a, a policy you know an insurance policy these things are called acts of god that's an absolute rubbish it's not acts of god it's the result of sin you know we we've sugar coated it saying it's the act of god it's not the acts of god it's the result of sin i wish someday some policy puts it a result of sin you know we, we are not responsible for results of sin because that is what it is these disasters that happened on this beautiful planet that God created is because sin came into this world. The next is, well, what do I say? Disease. You know, disease, we are all familiar, right? We are battling with Corona. And uh, even though for our generation, it is the first pandemic, it is definitely not the first pandemic for mankind. You, you heard of the 1920s of this uh, Spanish flu. 
and so many others you know people have died of cholera and malaria and so many others cancer and i know that people constantly battle with health in fact we do and we often wonder why why is you know medical science has progressed so much then why are, haven't we managed to get rid of disease why do disease mutate themselves you know i'm look at it right now we are really struggling with this whole corona effect in fact i remember in the in the 80s when i was a kid there was this huge engulf of aids and hiv and uh, anyone who's born in the 70s and 60s will tell you that uh, what a fright it gave everybody even us kids you know injections have to be we've got to make sure that there are new injections and new blades and all of that the whole dynamics changed with the influx of aids and it made it worse because there was no remedy for aids no cure for aids and why, why do these diseases come and we often question god don't we you know as mankind we look up and we say why is this happening why are there diseases in the world brothers and sisters i want to establish this truth right now that it is a result of sin god did not create man to be diseased and i will tell you a good news later but this is the fact that disease is one of those d's and then there is the next d which is the most threatening d which is death none of us can escape it do you know the statistics say that 150000 people 150000 people die every day imagine that means 6000 plus people die every hour which means 104 people die every minute it's been 10 minutes since i've been talking to you and imagine more than 1000 people have died in that time span isn't that a staggering figure to imagine now that is something that is stats but imagine when we lose our own i know some of us have lost our dear ones in this last one year maybe our family member maybe a friend maybe a neighbor and despite the fact that we are told that 104 people die every minute it is hard to accept death you know none of us want to die we want to avoid we want to prolong death we want to live and you know why because god created man for eternity to live forever so death is not in our dna and that is why we resist death that is why we 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 challenge death that is why we want to do everything stay fit eat the right food take medicines somehow delay death stay away from death for the simple reason that man was not designed to die death is the result of sin there is a chapter in the bible called romans chapter 6 verse 23 a book in the bible romans it says the wages of sin is death the result we die is because there is a root cause and that was sin the wages of sin is death and the fifth d so we've looked at demonic operation disasters disease and death and the fifth d is division it's division you know however man tries however man tries whether it is one man trying to unite or the united nations trying to unite if you look at the human race in history in history till today there is division there is constant division you know right starting from maybe a mother in law daughter in law to community division to you know neighboring countries warring i mean we we are a, you know we are aware of that right we have constant tension with our neighbor and that's just not Uh, restricted to one community or one kind of people or one color 
you know there is racism that happens what is that that is nothing but division and man is constantly battling and trying to grapple with this fact that we are a divided race and who will deliver us that's the big d the big question is who will deliver us from all these five is there a solution out there now man tried his solution man tried different things you know man tried meditation man tried religion man tried good works man tried uh, policies and organizations but every effort i mean it's right in front of you right every effort had failed man's efforts failed they just missed the mark entirely and this is when god intervened this is the good news friends the god who loved man god who created this creation decided to intervene we couldn't reach out to god but god reached out to us how by sending his one and only son that is jesus the bible says 2000 years ago a child was born in bethlehem but this child was no ordinary child the angel predicted the birth of this child this child was born to a virgin a woman named mary and this child was none other than jesus this is what the bible says john chapter 3 verse 16 says god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life isn't that beautiful it says because god loved us he provided a solution to all the dis god sent his son jesus and jesus was born in the form of a human and he took birth my friends the solution to every problem and every challenge is a name and that name is the name of jesus what did jesus do while on earth the bible tells us you read the bible is such an exciting book it tells us that jesus did many things one of the things that he did was he taught us he taught us some amazing things you've heard of the saying right if anybody hits you on the right cheek turn your left well it was not munna bhai who said it it was not even mahatma gandhi who said it in fact mr gandhi was inspired when he read the bible and the saying was the saying of jesus jesus taught some amazing stuff on faith on walking the right walk on serving all of that in the bible but he didn't just teach he was regarded as a rabbi a great learned scholar and a teacher but he also touched lives now didn't i tell you that there are diseases and there is death but jesus conquered that he touched every d every d there are stories in the bible where jesus set people free from demonic oppression jesus calmed a disaster whether it was a storm or the other kinds of disasters Jesus healed diseases he cured one of the worst in those days leprosy he cured them he cured people of different diseases blindness mute they were mute they were deaf jesus healed them and he even rose the dead jesus touched and transformed lives besides that he taught us how to relate with one another so there goes division which is such a important d jesus taught us how to forgive how to love how to care how to serve one another more than anything else i believe jesus came to show us a reflection of who god is till till this time god was a distant person god spoke through uh, his commands god spoke through his prophets god spoke through his priests but this time 
God sent his son, the greatest representative of God on earth. And Jesus mirrored who God is. One of the disciples once asked Jesus, saying, Jesus, can you show us your father? Can you show us God? And Jesus said, why do you want to see God? If you've seen me, you've seen God, right? Today we, we say, how do, you, how do I look? We know we can see the DP picture and know, oh, this man is, uh, oh, this name. You know, you connect the name to the picture, the photo. Of course, you know that sometimes it's the beach and all that. But normally, when you look at the passport, you open the passport, you know, oh, okay, this is the name, Rahul Rao. Okay, this is how Rahul Rao looks like, right? I am, the, the photo is a picture of who I am. And that is exactly who Jesus said. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you watched me closely, you know me, you know the Father. I am the way to the Father. And my friend, this is what Jesus said. Remember, we're looking at break. One of the uh, prophets said this about Jesus. He said, he heals the brokenhearted. When we are broken, we are shattered. We are apart from God. Jesus has come. So that he can heal us. He can make us whole and binds up their wounds. My friends, when Jesus came, he died on the cross. He died on the cross. You can say, why did Jesus have to die? Do you know that the Bible says on the cross, he broke his body. We did the break first by disobeying God. We broke God's command and that broke our relationship with God. But Jesus came to rectify the break by breaking his own body on the cross. He broke his body. He shed his blood. We often do something as Christians. We partake in communion. We are not doing it today because we have guests in our midst. But I hope you do that at the end of the day where you remember Jesus who died for us. And because of Jesus' death, do you know there is another break that that was every curse. The five days were now broken. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, isn't that exciting that now we are not under demonic operation? There is no disaster that can overtake us unless God does not permit. There is no disease that Jesus cannot heal. And he promises, he promises that we can have life. I will show you a verse very shortly. He promises that those who die in him do not die, but they will live. They will live forever. And he now breaks every dividing wall. Jesus has united us, my friends, whether black or white, male or female, irrespective of our caste, creed, religion that we come from. Jesus has not come to design a religion. He has come to restore our relationship with God. Isn't that a wonderful news? When Jesus died, he was buried. Yes, he died and he was buried. The Bible categorically says that. He died, he was buried. So he died on a Friday afternoon, 2,000 years ago. He was buried, but on Sunday, he rose again. Now, this is what Jesus said while he was alive. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus not only got resurrected, understand this. He says, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me, anyone who believes in me will live. Even after dying, everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? Jesus was having a conversation with a woman whose brother had died. And within a few minutes, Jesus was going to make him alive. 
that's the story in the bible but this is a conversation that he's having with this woman martha now very simply brothers and sisters we can remove the word martha and we can put our name we can ask ourselves jesus is saying do you believe this rukmini do you believe this chandni do you believe this nikita jesus is asking us this question brothers and sisters and it is an answer only we can give because that is what the bible says jesus died he was buried but on the third day that is sunday which is what we are celebrating today the first day of the week early in the morning jesus rose from the dead hallelujah isn't that a fantastic news jesus is alive and what are we celebrating today we are celebrating the resurrection that is the dead coming alive and that is none other than jesus i think some someone put this message in the chat box that is lovely this is what the women who came to jesus uh, on on a sunday morning wanting to embalm his body which was a jewish custom so they bought some spices wanting to embalm his body but when they come to the grave they see that the grave is open there is no body and they wonder what happened to the body and that's when the angel appears the angel appears and says to the women do not be afraid for i know that you are looking for jesus who was crucified i know you're looking for his body but hey you know what he is not here he is not here he has risen just as he has said he had said to them that death will not hold me i will die i will be buried but i will rise again and jesus had risen from the dead that is what we are celebrating brothers and sisters it is a happy day it is a happy jesus resurrection day isn't that a wonderful news for you and for me that jesus is alive and what does this mean to us it simply means that you and i can put our faith in jesus this morning if you haven't if you've never acknowledged jesus as your lord as your savior you can he promises to forgive your sins he promises to have a continuous relationship with you while you are here on earth and he promises above all of the gift of eternal life so even when you die you will continue to live because he promises that just as he came alive from the death that you will come alive one day and we will spend eternity alive with jesus that's yeah, so i want to give you an opportunity to make jesus your lord and your savior so if you are to one let's close our eyes let's bow our heads and let's say this prayer father god we thank you for jesus thank you for your great love for us thank you that in jesus we have the forgiveness of sins all the mistakes and sins that we have committed or our ancestors have committed is forgiven in jesus lord jesus we acknowledge you we say that we are sinners and we need you forgive us lord we give our lives to you we surrender our lives to you we acknowledge you as our lord we acknowledge you as our savior the one who saves us lord from this day on you may repeat after me from this day on i give my life to you i receive you in my life i receive your forgiveness your gift of a new life your gift of an abundant life and your gift of eternal life i receive all of this lord i know that neither the devil nor the deeds have any more power over me i am free for your word says the one that jesus the son sets free is free indeed 
thank you for this freedom and i look forward to a glorious and a beautiful life in you in the name of jesus i pray amen